2: It's the list and your boy at fightful.com. fightful.com. With
1: Jimmy Van and Sean Ross Sapp. they're on fire. Boom, shaka, 200 strong. And we're
0: What's up, you guys? It is July 7th, 2021. It is the 220th edition of the list and your boy, and it is Fightful's fifth birthday, the official. Fifth birthday jimmy um a lot of people don't know this but i i really really pushed when fightful was launching to launch the week of ufc 200 because i was like oh my god we've got brock lesnar a wdb superstar fighting we have to have something up by then and we weren't going to launch until august 2016 we launched the first week of july i ran a show uh, i ran two shows july 6th and then the the site got on uh july 7th so here we are celebrating
3: that's what happened that's why there was the difference because the site launched the next yes. day yes
0: yes the site uh, launched next day
3: yeah okay okay I, I hit up sean the other day because i had my girls find out what was the very first post we ever had on flightful and it was a raw review but it it went on flightful like several days after raw occurred and so I hit up Sean and I said, hey, this is the first ever post, but it's from raw like five days prior. And Sean said, yeah, that's because that's the day that the site launched
0: I was the only writer. So I had made right. sure that we had a bunch of content ready. I had done like 20 articles, which is mind boggling that I, I spent like a week and a half, two weeks getting like 20 articles ready. Jeremy did 30 yesterday right. himself, like so. So uh, that that shows you how we we've, we've learned to work harder and smarter, so to speak. There's there's yeah. so much there uh, that we can that, that that we've done, and we're going to talk a lot about it because yep, uh, it's Fightful's birthday. We have super chats. Chris Rain says Happy birthday, Fightful! Thanks for all that you guys do. Matt Reichel says Fightful headed to kindergarten. Happy birthday, <laughs> Fightful! <laughs> Love the whole family. Stellar Justin Lopez always putting us out over on Facebook says Congrats from a day one follower. And Anakin says, happy birthday to fight for you guys. Help me keep my spirits up during my divorce. Proud to be a part of this awesome community. Select is the best. You know, we might be responsible for your divorce. I could, I could see somebody's <laughs> wife being like, listen, I can't yeah. handle this anymore. Yeah. Uh, we're done. And Anakin, the good guy was
3: like, you know what? Go <laughs> on
0: then. Go on then. Yeah. Cause they love me.
3: Ricardo. She was like, Sean or me, Sean or me, pick one. And, and Anakin said, Sean, without a doubt. So Anakin said, Sean.
0: Yeah. Ricardo says, "Happy birthday to Fightful! Congrats, Sean and Jimmy. It's a good time. Send in your super chats, by the way, guys. Uh, leave, leave a thumbs up, subscribe, all that stuff. Uh, our our YouTube subscribers have kind of just." tapered off a little bit so uh, we're making a big push for that.
3: Yeah, it's uh, okay. It's it's the the summer lull, you know, waiting for live yeah. events to come back in pro wrestling. We're we're going to see I think a, but a temporary boom that will take I, I want to
0: say guys, we are also available on podcast platforms, but if you go over to Twitter, my Twitter right now, I'm running a contest. If you're subscribed to Fightful already, all you got to do is uh, retweet my Retro Mania post and you are entered to win a PS4 or PS5 copy or a Nintendo Switch copy of uh, Retro Mania Wrestling. So uh, go ahead and get get that done. Retweet it. There you go.
3: Have you played it? Is it good?
0: I love it. I mean, you know I'm a big WrestleFest guy. It yep. plays just a tad different than WrestleFest, but it has modern, more modern characters and some historic wrestlers like LOD and the BWO, Tommy
3: Dreamer. Uh, nice. I, I enjoy it a lot. Cool. Yeah, I might check it out. My daughter's got a switch, so maybe I'll give that a shot. You know what I'm holding here in my hand, Sean? What's so that? any anybody's that been with us for a while, uh, you've probably heard this stuff before, and I apologize for the redundancy if you have. I'm holding in my hand copies of the first emails I ever sent to Sean Ross app. Mm-hmm. and I've held on to these because it's a good thing to look back at and kind of chuckle at when I read them now. These were from May 20th, 2016. When I hit up Sean Rossap, I told him who I was. I said, We're in the planning stages of launching a wrestling and MMA site. I'm wondering if you'd be interested in contributing. And uh, you went on to tell me some things. Looking at where we are now, five years later, you went on to tell me some things that I just can't help but smile. One of them was, and this is a direct quote from Sean Rossap. He said, I'm not the number one news guy on the site, because he was working for Wrestling Inc. at the time. Yeah. He said, I'm not the number one news guy on the site, but I'm always kind of on call, and I like it that way. I handle a lot of the admin stuff, the editing of the podcast audio, the transcribing of interviews, and I'm putting in a lot of hours. I look at that, and I think of where Sean Ross Sapp was in May of 2016 and where Sean Ross Sapp is in July of 2021. What an evolution that was and something that I did not know until I went back and looked at this, Sean. I didn't know that back in May of 2016 you were still in school part time.
0: I was yeah I was still uh, in college part time. Um, yeah. When I got that offer, I immediately was like, "All right, uh, I'm not not going to head back to this. I'm going to uh, pursue this full time." Because I mean, I was I went from being the number two news guy at Wrestling Inc. And no disrespect to Wrestling Inc. I just wasn't making there what I would like to have made. And I tried to improve my position and really couldn't. But I was running the podcast. So a lot of people knew me from that. But Mark Middleton was the main news guy there doing all the aggregating. At that point, I wasn't breaking a lot of news. I had a couple stories. But I was off the heels of doing a big Muhammad Hassan story. It was his first interview in a decade. And I thought that I could do something special and different. So, But what I had done at that point, I was like, well, you know what? If this guy's not going to cover Ring of Honor and New Japan and all these other places, I am. And I was able to scrape by on that. And then when FIFA came along, I was like, okay, let's readjust. And it was a learning process a lot of the times. But some of that stuff, like I don't do as much anymore. I don't do as much of my transcribing anymore. William Thatch helped us out a lot. I've learned to delegate a lot more over the past five years. And I think that finding trustworthy and good staff like Jeremy and Kyler and William Thatch and people like that has caused us to grow so much. Like handing over social media was very, very tough because I love social media, but we, we have Kyler who had no experience at the time. He's turned fightful into like a 45,000 follower account. It's unreal how not just me, everybody on this site is succeeding in, in doing better and they want to improve and I think a lot of the ways that we do things help that. We don't pay people per click or per article or anything like that. We we put them on guarantees. They know what they're going to make and they they work hard to to meet that and I love it. I feel like we really have changed wrestling media and that makes me so happy.
3: Well, the very first piece of content that ever went live on fightful.com was on July 6, 2016. Sean did a podcast featuring the one and only Vince Russo. Oh boy, that day. And I'm gonna I'm gonna show you just a quick thirty second beginning <laughs> of the very first uh, piece of content. I have to I have to say piece of content because as Sean said, the site went live the next day. So here's a clip from the very first piece of content ever on Fightful.com. Put it media to Camilla.
0: What's up, you guys? Sean Rossap here for the first ever. Fightful Podcast. I am joined by a familiar friend. He has worked for WWE, TNA, WCW, even becoming the world champion in the latter. Vince Russo. We are reunited. Shawn Rossap. Did you ever think in your wildest dreams that you'd be saying, "My friend Vince Russo"? Not a year or two ago. No, you had me blocked on Twitter, Vince. <laughs>
3: I thought that was awesome. We, we, then- had good,
0: we had good chemistry. I mean, I don't agree with a lot of what Vince does and says and the way that they do things, but we had some really, really good chemistry. Um, and I think those were important. Those got a lot of eyes on, on Fightful. It was so funny because I remember when he put in his notice at Wrestling Inc. And I was like, oh, well, Vince is leaving. I wonder why. And then I got an email from you. And then you told me, hey, you're going to be doing a show with Vince Russo. And I was yeah. like,
3: oh, okay. <laughs> Right, yeah, I, I as as Sean knows now. So I I had this initial vision for Fightful because Sean knew going in, like I mm-hmm. the sky was the limit. I I gave him unlimited resources. I wanted to really see what we could do, and I had this vision, and it turned out to just not work. Uh, but I wanted to have a bunch of personalities and do podcasts every day, kind of like what you see now with podcast yeah. networks. But so I I lined up around the same time. I talked to Sean. I lined up Vince Russo. I lined up Showdown Joe Ferraro. We got Elias Theodorou uh i think hurricane helms did one for a while uh matt riddle did one before he got to wwe vince was actually pretty easy to deal with i gotta say i I had to deal with his lawyer on the contract but other than that he was pretty easy to deal with but that was the very first piece of content ever then on december 2nd 2016 as I mentioned, we had this podcast, little podcast network thing. It wasn't quite working. Some <laughs> took it more seriously than others. Sometimes a guy would be doing his podcast literally on his cell phone, walking down the sidewalk.
0: Sometimes they'd have the camera mounted to what looked like the tip of their wiener. Remember that? Yes.
3: Yes. Sean Pearson. Yes. Yes. <sighs> So they didn't, they, some guys took it more seriously than others. And so I decided with Sean, let's kind of scrap the podcast network, so to speak. And we had a chair to fill and I decided, well, we got to fill the chair. What the hell? I might as well uh, do it myself. And December 2nd, 2016 was the very first edition of the listening boy podcast. Put it media three Camillo. This is just the beginning of it.
0: What's up you guys. Sean Ross Sapp here for the fightful.com podcast, December 2nd edition brought to you by fresh clean teas. I am joined by none other than Fightful.com founder, owner. You've never seen his face before. (laughs) Technically, I don't think I've ever seen your face before. No. I feel like I should be wearing a Lucha
3: mask or something for this.
0: I have one around here. I have a Rey Mysterio mask somebody gave to me. I'm sure you do. I do. So... It's been a while. It had been a while, rather, before Fightful.com, since you had been in the the wrestling news game. What motivated you to bring back Fightful.com besides seeing my work and saying we got to build a site around this
3: guy? I was going to say I heard about this rock star, and uh, he wasn't available, so then I contacted you. (laughs) (laughs) So, Sean, i got to ask you, looking back over the last five years, tell me some of the most notable memories, moments, stories, that pop into your head. Some of Digging those holes, notable things. Digging holes and taking
0: souls me. was one of them.
3: Digging holes and taking souls was very good. That was, a good that one. was
0: the, the Matt Riddle thing where he was high off his ass yes, during our review. Yes, he talking was. Talking about, And I mean, we knew what we were getting into when we hired him. Like yep. We knew that he was going to be smoking weed before the show. Yep. Uh, that was a good one. One of the things I liked so much about the personality-driven stuff, we had Shane Helms who had done all kinds of stuff, and he was an active agent for TNA. Riddle, who was one of the top indie stars, had won his last like three or four MMA fights. Sean Pearson, who left the UFC on a three fight winning streak. Elias Theodora, who was cracking the top 15. Frank Trigg, who was doing a bunch of acting work and was refing UFC fights. Like, these weren't people that were like, oh my God, sir, please.
3: We need some work, sir. <laughs> these
0: were relevant, active, uh, and successful people who didn't like wash out or anything like that. But that's one of the things I liked so much about that. And I learned a lot as a result, but, um, breaking, like breaking some stories, obviously there's some big things there, uh, that, that went a long way. The Ronda Rousey training to be a pro wrestler was the first time that we got cited by like a ton, ton of people. That was a big one. And that was a few years, a couple of years into it. Then the Becky Lynch getting her nose broken thing. That was very, very big. And, (sighs) obviously Mike Tyson smoking weed (laughs) was, was an interesting one. Um, the green screen at the hospital, uh, like my green screen stuff that that I did was great. And you put a quick end to that. Um, Well,
3: I also went to you in Kentucky.
0: I mean, another thing that I, I always loved was what was that? What was you know, that, uh, you got shoot mad.
3: I thought over when that Camillo produces. I don't have to deal with this shit. I guess he gave you, uh, he, gave no, 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 you- no. I, I
0: always have, I always have it. Oh, um, oh, okay, okay, okay. Jeremy, um, not getting him fired was, was a good thing.
3: Yeah. Come on. I, uh, I, uh, and just for the record, I never disliked the Strasher podcast. I hated the promo of The last 18. It's doing minutes. great numbers. It's doing great That's numbers. what it was. That's good. So, When I think back to how the site has evolved, you know, when we started out on this podcast, you and I did a lot of silly shit. Yeah, we did. uh, When we started. And it was too busy to do silly shit. (laughs) Well, things have changed, though. Things are like, because, like, you know, I'm busy in my day to day life. You've become very busy. But we used to do silly shit because, admittedly, we were not a news breaking outlet five years ago. Not really. And so we did stupid shit, like I had cardboard cutouts, I had uh, Virgil and James Ellsworth and Stephanie yeah. McMahon, and and uh, I did stupid people every week, I, I had a John Cena dummy, I got a soundboard that had a bunch of sound bites of Sean Sangs, and so I could just push a button and it would say, what's up you guys, I had that, I got the Sean Ross rubber mask, which is sitting on a chair right over here, like we did a lot of silly shit, I still have the Fightful Championship, which I don't consider silly, this was yeah. cool, but... But I, I love a, it.
0: I think it's beautiful. Let's let's get to some super chats real quick. Okay. Here's another one. Jeff L says the Jim Cornette email to Jimmy Van was gold. Yes, he it puts was. us over a lot on his or he puts he puts the reporting over. Brian oh, does. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Hannah M says glad to be a small part of helping mod fightful. Happy birthday. Uh, having mods and especially female mods was very important for me. Seven seven seven. Jesse, Demon Diva, Hannah. Having Women moderate our our YouTube. I mean, I don't think it's a big secret. The the women demographic in pro wrestling websites is like two or three percent, largely. Yes. Uh, at times, we have done ten to fifteen times as much as that, which makes me very very happy. Uh, one of the things when we had Anna and Trina on early, I would sometimes get some pushback. That's like, oh, if somebody's being a jerk, just let them do it, and they'll keep watching. No. I don't want them. I don't want their business because if we cultivate a more welcoming experience and a smarter audience, that smarter audience is more likely to invest in us is what I've learned, and uh, I'm I'm so happy, and big thank you to Hannah and our mods. Tad says, followed Sean from Wrestling Inc. after I started listening to Wrestling Pods on the bus on, on route to college doing my master's degree. Amazing how time flies. My guy, I was checking my bank account before I ordered pizza five years ago, so uh, it does... And I have, that is not lost on me. You're not checking it now,
3: though, are you, Sean?
0: No, I'm not. Uh, Rob Reed <laughs> says, happy birthday, Fightful. You really helped make a shitty year last year. So much more bearable for me. Thank you so much. Speaking of paying people too much, I think we're paying Jeremy too much. He just got a raise, and I, I saw that he was out trying to buy a car. Good for him. Um, so, I mean, is it good for him? I think it's bad for him. We need him to be less dependent. Well, it might be bad Unless for anybody
3: ind- else on the road with him.
0: He, he needs to be less independent, so he's doing more 30 article days. I see. So I he's see. the I used,
3: I used I used to have that mentality about you, and now it's funny. You got that mentality about other people. How about yeah, that?
0: Yeah, I do. Some stupid punk says, the Fightful community is an amazing group. I love it. Like, our, like I know sometimes I'll, I'll be seen dunking on people on Twitter if they're a jerk. But, man, like Fightful Select and Fightful YouTube – it's It's a unanimously positive uh, experience. And Joel Pearl says, wouldn't be champ without you also. I guess I spoke <laughs> too soon about the unanimously positive <laughs> experience. Uh, that's that's <laughs> terrible. Frank Aguilaris has first saw Sean do a solo review of Takeover Dallas, and I've been a fan ever since. missed plenty of raws, but never missed a post show. Hope I can meet you guys soon. BPW Finale next week, Booty Pro Wrestling. If that isn't a perfect example of what fightful is. We have shirts with ash cheeks on them. Mass Gamer 99. Look at that. A nice super chat donation. That's at least three bucks USD. He says, Happy (laughs) never gets old. Never gets old. Here's Final Fam. Selected the bomb. Been a member since September 2020. I thank you so much, man. And Evan Wright has an actual wrestling super chat. Happy birthday. Am I a madman for tearing up seeing Fuego, Kylan King, Baron Black exits on Sammy Vlogs? They're so over with me. No, you're not. That's one of the things AEW has done so, so well is they get over people, whether they're contracted to them or not. Kylan King is going to get some reps in. She's going to get signed. Baron Black is going to get signed. Fuego is going to be one of the most booked independent wrestlers out there. and Just because they're going on the road. Doesn't mean we won't see him again, but AEW is going to switch things up and get some more uh, talent out there, obviously. 69 Names Deegan thanks me for the 69 names. And Oscar Rosales says, congrats on the five years, guys. What might be Road Ragers match of the night? I'm going with the, the street fight tag title match,
3: Jimmy. That's, that's the easy one. It's definitely not going to be the strap match that nobody cares about. Have yeah. you? Can you recall the last time that there was a lesser anticipated strap match in the history of pro wrestling? Yes. Yeah.
0: What? Yes. Last week, Elias versus Jackson Riker. You know what? Good. Good one. Fair. Fair. <laughs> there we and, go.
3: And and I and and you're right because I already forgot about it. Exactly.
0: So you're right. Uh, JJ kudos, says kudos to you. Question for a friend: Is there a chance WWE is keeping Joe's in ring a secret, or will they announce his return like Bryan's in 2018? I think there's a possibility they're keeping it a secret. Uh, it's very clear that they
3: want everybody to think that he's eventually going to have a match. Uh, for sure. I mean, he's now he's going to be the special guest referee. They're just taking those steps. Yep. So uh, it sure looks and, like that's the direction we're going.
0: And you know WWE, they don't like anybody to touch somebody if they can't get them cleared. That's just right. how it is. Right. Ricardo wishes us a happy birthday. Um, oh, here's a good one. TMK says, Jimmy, do you know of any amazing scenery in Ontario where I can propose to my girlfriend? There's a lot. Wow. I did interviews in front of some of it.
3: I hope she's not watching. Yeah. Uh, so what it's going to come down to is what part of Ontario you're talking, because Ontario is a pretty large province. So if you're on the west side, then you might want to look at Niagara Falls. That's a beautiful spot. Uh, if you're more on the uh, uh, southeastern side, that's kind of where I grew up. There's uh, the St. Lawrence River. There's a place called Gananoque. That's where my cottage is. Beautiful countryside down there comes down to whereabouts you're looking, but on there, there's waterways everywhere around here. Sean's seen it. And so whether you're on the southeastern side, whether you're on the west side, you can find a nice spot.
0: I miss Ontario an awful lot. It was such a wonderful time each time we came. Uh, Adam Pearson says, it's been an absolute joy getting to consume both of your content. And no, it's all highly skilled contributors. We do have just an amazing staff. Our, the guy that we have doing weekend stuff was uh, Gisberto was originally going to be my associate editor but he got a a teaching job at I the remember. time so i mean a very very educated guy robert de felice like he didn't apply for the job that he has now and i was frustrated so i was like apply for this job i want to hire you and he has gone on to be just really great like he does i put him over to you yeah, he does. Because, yeah, he,
3: his analysis is very good on the podcast. He's got
0: great analysis. He's going out and doing his own interviews. And then Jeremy, I mean, there's so much of like the same path that I was on, like started off covering MMA, news aggregation. But then he he is the best wrestling news writer that exists, period, probably ever. Like he, he does not trust other people's transcripts. He demands to listen to them himself. Um, that has paid off dividends for us getting backlinks, which are very important when you're a young site, like we still are. And not only that people like his personality, people who aren't Jimmy and the distraction is a hit. Joe Holbert went from our, our features writer to an MMA coverage guy to uh, being a distraction co-host. We, we find ways even if they don't necessarily stick with what they're doing to keep them around and they thrive in plenty of other areas. We have a ton of fightful magazine writers that, worked with us full-time prior or worked with us part-time prior john morehouse was one of my first hires and uh he did a a recent article about happy accidents in fightful magazine
3: yeah i'm looking Uh, at alex Alex peloski yeah you made it work with sour grabs i hit him up about issue one to write an article i remember sean said i don't think he'll do it and he did and he did a good job and I'll, i'll probably reach out to him again about a future issue now so I, when, I wanna, when, sorry, well, when we
0: launched Fightful, I was like, who can I hire to write? Where do I even start? I had been so concerned about my own writing and I went to uh cage side seats and I don't know how I ended up reading a main event review, but it was Alex and oh. it was the funniest wrestling thing I had ever read in my life. And I was like, this is what I want on Fightful. This is what I want. And within a month, I was assigning him a story about a hunter boxing a bear and how he had scouted the bear and knew that he was a southpaw, <laughs>
2: like
0: <Nice. laughs> that was so. He was doing articles about how test approved Kelly Kelly's marriage from the grave. I remember that uh, it was one of our most successful articles. Some stupid punk says Jimmy's email. What? Why would we make that a shirt? I don't get it, but that he does say that a lot. Marjo says you all are old enough for the conversation. Like wrestling Santa knows El Generico and Sami Zayn are two people. It's real to me. Damn it. Yeah. Our, our, I mean, our website would start to be asking their parents if Santa's real or not, uh, at this point, like how does this work? And 69 names. Deegan says they grow up so fast. you all help me get over my mother's passing more than I can say. Happy five years. Here's to more, more to come. And, uh, wild boy, uh, said much of the same. He has been, uh, very good to us. He said that we were there for him when his mom passed away last year. Fightful's put on, uh, Put some great people in his life. Happy birthday. Unfortunately, we've had some people that have supported us pass away, including some that we just recently found out about. But it's been it's been a wild five years. And
3: I'll get to more Super Chats. But, I mean, man, we're 23 minutes in. Yeah, well, you know what? When we first started this site, one of the first things I told Sean was, I don't want to be an aggregator. I told mm-hmm. him I want to be a newsbreaker. And uh, because he was able to get guys like Jeremy to handle a lot of the writing, that opened up your time. And it's kind of it's funny when you kind of look at the trickle effect because uh, I think we discovered how long has Select been around? Has it been two years or one three year?
0: Three years, th- a little over three years.
3: Select's been around for three years? Yes. Really? Wow. 2018. Okay. Well, when we started it, we started it because I had recognized that banner ads alone were not going to get us where we wanted to go. Mm-hmm. And so that's why I wanted to, to get this direct to consumer aspect of what we do in order to kind of get us over the hump. And I think you'll admit now that things worked out pretty good with that. And because of your ability to... we were a
0: year too early, but
3: yeah. Yeah, yeah, a year too early, yeah. But because of your ability to break news now, because you you have become, and I put you over quietly a lot uh, off camera, but because you've become now one of the most recognized newsbreakers, we were able to make select work. And we still aggregate because as you have told me before, you know, other outlets break news that you got to cover. But uh, we become also one a...
0: One of the things that I like so much, like I said, Jeremy listens to all these shows. So if he doesn't cover them, they ain't getting covered, period. People wait on Jeremy Lambert to cover podcasts now, then they just lift his transcripts. I mean, that's that's just how it goes. So uh, that stuff is is very important to us as well. And obviously select supplements, that side of things. But I mean, when you're turning out articles the way and the quality that Jeremy does Boy, has that that made a big difference It's made and we we found out like what our bread and butter is, obviously wrestling is more our bread and butter than than mMA or boxing, but we're always going to cover mMA and boxing and those big fights and the crossover and all that stuff because we have a staff that's very well equipped for that. Me and Jeremy have covered MMA and pro wrestling for over a decade each, so and Stephen Jensen uh, we we had a super chat. Where somebody uh, said just wanted to give Stephen Jensen some appreciation. He's doing the Conor McGregor watch along this weekend. He's covered a ton of pro wrestling uh, as as well. So uh, I mean, he does the Impact reviews with me. So we couldn't have a more appropriate staff. Who do you got? Jeremy Poirier. says. Jeremy says I'm putting him over too much. He's definitely getting fired. Yeah, probably. <laughs> I think McGregor's gonna win. You think
3: so? Yeah. I think is gonna win i do i i realize that mcgregor he has a history of doing better after a loss and every time he lost he won the rematch kind of thing but i feel like it's a different mcgregor i feel like you know now that he's made his money and and i think he just had another kid i believe uh i just feel like it's i feel like it's a different mcgregor i think poye hungrier yes but, uh but we'll see i want to i want to touch upon just a, a few things that uh As the studies evolved, a few things that come to my mind as far as, you know, things that have happened or favorite moments. You mentioned the Jim Cornette email. That was amazing. The girl drinking dog pee was awesome. Oh,
0: Jesus Christ.
3: Sean's reaction was absolutely spectacular. Go back and look that one up on the listing, boy. That was amazing. The time that we had the argument on the air, because I said WWE engages a contract tampering. Sean said they don't. That turned into a pretty heated argument. That was a probably good one. I was right, by the way, but that was a good one. Yeah, you you
0: were right until MLW uh, threatened legal action. They stopped.
3: There you go, but they were doing it. Now, how about this one? WWE putting pressure on us legally over television format sheets that Sean had access to. That was a fun period. I still have access to them, Jimmy. Okay, well, that's cool. But
0: I've got a nice relationship with WWE right now. So I was like, you know what? Let, let's weigh some things. For those of you who don't know, I had access to their television run sheets, segments, scripts, wh- who produced it, when it was happening, how long it was supposed to be, all that. And when the heat started to get on, I mean, Kazim Day was a writer in WWE and he straight up said, he's like, listen, man, I had a little heat with you for a while because I couldn't be on my phone without somebody thinking I was leaking stuff to somebody. Yep. And it got to the point where they would change certain things in in the formats and i would get multiple copies and i would notice it was it would have something listed in one and not in the other Trying to and catch I, I was like well i don't it wasn't catching me i was gonna have my job no matter what it was catching somebody else right and it would have been multiple people but the way that i looked at it was it's not worth somebody else's job for me to have this and obviously we're we have exclusive news on fightful select every day we ain't yeah. starving for that but they did start I, – I asked for one of them last year, and they have since changed them significantly. Uh, it says, like, superstar versus superstar. Yes, Superstar interferes. You, I think I showed you
3: one. Yep, yep. Um, I remember but, being on a phone call with my lawyer. So I, I was going back and forth with WWE, and yeah. I was on a phone call with my lawyer, and he's like, okay, he's like, show me some of these links, because he wanted to see some of them. And I, I sent him an email with the links, and as he's clicking on them, they're going to error four or four pages. Yeah. And I was like, what? And it turned out that Sean, like, I guess, got a little rattled by the legal aspect. He, he's like deleting them. And I'm like, Sean, put them back. You're killing my leverage. Put them back. And uh it turned out fine. Like they, they, they were uh they were pretty cordial. I think that they just tried to threaten. And when I said sue me, then it just kind of went away. They were fine, you know?
0: Yeah, that's usually how it happens.
3: Yeah, it was good. <laughs> by,
0: by the lasagna says, Congrats, guys, thanks for all the scoops and the restaurant quality content.
3: <laughs> well, hey, we
0: we appreciate you. And we have a few more Uh, Ray Callahan says happy five years. You not only helped me fall in love with wrestling, but helped me get through a rough mental state and a brief period of homelessness, fightful forever, man. I appreciate you. Um, I, I've spent a few nights in my life uh, without a place as well, and it ain't great. So I'm glad you got through it and glad that we could help you out. Uh, we do have some wrestling super chats that I'll get to, but Jeff says, "Been here since Jimmy Van told SRS to stop calling him the eccentric millionaire."
3: <laughs> that was pretty early on. It was, yeah. I think he did that for like the first two months or something.
0: I did. It was very funny too. Oh, it was funny. Uh, it was really hilarious. was. It was. Hilarious. And Dante says, "I appreciate how fightful handles serious topics like releases, untimely passings, and speaking out." thanks for all you do srs crew and mods appreciate you all yeah for those of you who are a little bit confused like sometimes i'll have news on wwe releases i'm gonna put that public i don't want to profit off of somebody's firing Mm -hmm. like that Uh, i will put supplemental information up there like for example jimmy uso he got he got arrested this week um I'm not. If I reported that first, I ain't putting it on select. I will report the fallout, the the backstage chatter, and all that stuff because that is additional information. But I try my best not to profit off of anything to like speaking out. That ain't getting profited off of, obviously. Yeah. That, that's that's bigger than wrestling clicks and all that stuff. But yeah, uh, man, keep keep those super chats
3: rolling, guys. I appreciate you guys. Well, a couple of more things I want to highlight. So people that are new to the site might not know this. Back in November of 2018, a year and a half before WWE did it during the pandemic era, Fightful produced a cinematic match. Oh, God. No. It was was for Liston. I didn't didn't pull a clip of it. Oh, thank God. I should have. Damn it, Camillo. I never thought of it. I should have. (laughs) But we had a cinematic match. Uh, Listen to your boy 100. So if you go to our YouTube, youtube.com slash Fightful, you can find it. Listen to your boy 100. Sean Ross Sapp against Latina Heat Melissa. We produced a cinematic match. And it turned out pretty good, Sean. Don't you think so? No, so, it was
0: It was terrible. It was dog shit. <laughs> I th- okay, so I've <laughs> I've done plenty of wrestling training in my day. I thought I could add smoke and mirrors and I couldn't. It was so bad. But it was thought, so
3: bad. I thought dude. that when, when so we took Sean's edit and we kind of re-edited it a little bit. Nigel, Nigel added some magic to it. I thought the end result was quite good. And you know what I've always remembered, Sean? Somebody in the live chat, when we aired the, the match, somebody in the live chat said, I thought this would be total trash, but it's actually awesome. Oh, I thought it was. I thought it was terrible. I, I thought, thought it was, it was so good. Bad. I, well, you thought it was terrible because you lost. I thought it turned out no. really good. No,
0: I thought I, I, Jimmy. I booked the thing. I, I booked and directed the thing. I know it was terrible.
3: I thought. It, uh, I thought. It, I actually thought it was decent. So maybe YouTube.com/slash/weifel. Maybe damn it, I should have taken it and I should have reared the match at oh, the end of this. No. I didn't. So it is it's, what it is. It's
0: so bad. But the funny thing is, now that I we've learned directing and producing to a better degree. COVID's happened and I haven't been able to come back to Toronto to do anything. I know. So, uh, who knows how that will work out? Oh man. But Jimmy, do you remember? Like I, I was there uh, in the sky dome from my house. I was there for the birth (laughs) of your child. Yes, you you remember that I ran from my house
3: in somebody else's hospital room because that wasn't my wife. Yeah, it was. I've I've met her multiple times. The picture that you showed me when you were at the hospital, that was not her. Hmm. You're in some white woman's room. My wife is brown. You know this. Oh, I mean, allegedly. I don't know. <laughs> well, I want to say one other thing. So Sean knows when we started this site, my goal was never to make money uh, yeah. for myself. I've always told Sean to this day, I've never pulled the dime on a Fightful. And I, and I told Sean, I don't need to make money. I just need it to sustain itself. And the first three, three and a half years, things are tough. Sean knows. And uh, and and it wasn't quite working, but uh, then we turned a corner. And I think it was March of last year, March of 2020, was our first month, kind of unofficially in the green. Yeah. Uh, this past this year, uh, 2021, FIFO Select hit two hit, uh, two thousand subs, which Sean knows was a milestone target that I had. Big. And uh, we hit that. And most of all, I think the biggest evolution of all is you uh from a guy that was kind of new to breaking news by your own admission you said i'm not the number one news guy at you at the other site mm-hmm. and now you've become one of the most reputable old guys in uh, in wrestling news and it's happened very quickly I, I i find like within the last year things have really kind of started to really take off in that regard and that's credit to you and and credit to uh to you leading the charge on it so i'm pretty happy with where FIFO has come you know
0: yeah, and I mean, at one point last month, uh, we were the number two most subscribed thing on the uh, wrestling thing on the uh, Patreon platform. We've since fallen back a little bit because of cancellations at the end yeah. of the month and all that stuff. But I mean, reaching that and knowing like this stuff works, this stuff works. It People care about it. And we weren't doing Super Chats three years ago. Right. We weren't doing that. We weren't doing Super Chats three years ago. Fightful Select had like 50 subscribers a few years ago. We didn't, we didn't have a trip or Twitch rather. Uh, we, that that's helped out until last week. We weren't monetizing our audio podcasts at all. And now we we're we're doing that as well. Like we're finding a way to, to make this stuff work. And the thing that I've always liked is if we make money, Jimmy's like, how can I reinvest this? Who deserves a raise? Who's doing, who's doing the work? who's doing better. And anybody that has ever worked with us, I don't like to say for me, but with me full-time knows I'm going to try to find a way for them to improve their position. If they put in the work, I've been there. There, there's nothing that somebody can come up on Fightful doing that I haven't personally done myself and struggled doing. So, um, man, it was, it's, it's just cool to see and cool to see so many people grow because, after one conversation with like Jeremy Lambert or Alex Palowski or Denise Salcedo, you're like, Oh, or Anna Bauer, for example, you're like, Oh, there's something there. I know uh, I wanted to have something with Anna on this week, but we couldn't match up our schedules. Like she applied for transcription work. And what I do is I Google everybody to make sure they're not fucking Nazis, Jimmy. <laughs> and uh, DJ Brian says, don't forget Anna Bower, And I found her acting. I found a, an acting monologue about an abortion of all things. And I was like, Oh, she's going to be on camera for us. And there's no way she's not going to be on camera for us. And she's become one of my best friends as a result of that. And most of my best friends now are from wrestling and from fightful and all that stuff. It's I, I it's just so mind boggling and and amazing to see how far we've come.
3: I really wish that, the videos that she used to do for us back in twenty sixteen. I wish that she could have started doing that now. Oh, they'd blow up. Yes, because yeah. like I I used to love her videos. I recognize the work that went in. She put hours and hours into it. They were very clever, very well edited. Uh and, Dude, and I've edited stuff and you've edited stuff. It's it's not, it's time consuming stuff. And she YouTube them weekly...
0: Yeah, YouTube them, guys. They they still age very, very well. It's called yeah. Most Ridiculous uh, with Anna Bauer. Oh, very my good. God. They, they were, were so very good. good. And then when, obviously, the time, the, the juice wasn't worth the squeeze for that. I was like, please do our SmackDown show. And right. she was up at 8 a.m. watching the Gender Mahal era of SmackDown <laughs> to review it for us. Yeah. That poor woman. And she she kept it going forever and ever and ever. And then finally she's like, mate, I can't take it anymore. She didn't say mate. I did that to make it sound more interesting because I can't Australian. see her.
3: I don't know her well. She does uh, say that I, occasionally. Oh, does she say it? Yeah, yeah. Uh, okay. Well, we, we
0: still talk often. There, there were so many people that were like, "Oh my gosh, did you all have a falling out?" I'm like, "No." Anna's one of my my closest friends. She's incredible. She actually told me that for Fightful's fifth anniversary, she would review one thing with me because she's out of wrestling. Like she's completely out. Right. But um, wow. Uh man, she, she's been a great one. And obviously Rob and Jeff who started uh, like Rob McCarron started with Fightful. The, the infamous if CM Punk fights, I'll eat a hat tweet. Remember? That, and we got him to eat a hat on, or chew out on a hat on the air. Uh, Jeff Hawkins did incredible stuff with us. And man, there's just so many people that, that you trusted me to bring on that you weren't familiar with. And, Ended up working out pretty well. Matt Riddle flaking on your birthday video. Oh yeah, did he? I didn't know that.
3: Yeah. At first he said, send me the mask. Then he got the mask. Then he texted me and said, Jimmy, what do you want me to do again? And I said, just put the mask on, say something. Happy birthday. Lift it up. Show your face done. Never heard from him again. And then he's and then you and I knew at that time that he was going to WWE. I think he'd already signed. Yeah. But he hadn't he hadn't gone to Florida yet and uh yes. and he just never i never heard from him again and i think like two weeks later he left i think he lived in pennsylvania he left to go to florida oh and yeah you, you and i joked around i bet you his apartment right now all he has in, the, in that uh, refrigerator is a jar of mustard and the sean ross hat mask
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh jesus. <laughs> jesus well should we
3: should we get should we move on
0: J.K. Schwall says, found Fightful from SRS popping up on a timeline and got into it because SRS is a funny smartass, and Alex talked about a Milwaukee Sports too. Fiend Hell in a Cell was what finally got me to select. Really? That was the, the most I ever had wrestlers reach out to me unsolicited that night, and it helped develop a lot of sources. Um, I Actually, I did an interview with a local radio station that I grew up listening to about this job that's going to air Friday on WFTM. And one of the things I love most about Fightful is that we have accurate, honest-to-God sports reporting. But you have to balance it with being entertaining and entertainment. So you have to run gossip bullshit as well because that's just the nature of sports and entertainment. And we do it, I think, better than anybody as far as breaking news but still being entertaining. Uh, I I I
3: look at it like this. So I I put you on the level and, and, you know – I don't know how you look at yourself necessarily in terms of reputation. I put you on a level with, say, a Dave Meltzer or, say, a Mike mm-hmm. Johnson in terms of, like, a news-breaking guy. Can you ever imagine Dave Meltzer or Mike Johnson doing a Bluetooth segue? <laughs> no. It takes, it, it, All it due takes, respect uh, to them. but no, I No, but it, it takes a certain personality, I think, to, uh, to be able to pull that off. And you do it. And, and when we first got them as a sponsor, I'll be honest, Sean. Sometimes I watch back the podcast with my wife, and my wife, she's you know, she's got a cool personality, she doesn't get offended. But she would turn and give me a look sometimes, and she'd be like, He said that, <laughs> and they and love it. They love it. You're able to pull it off and still be a reputable, respected newsbreaker, which is amazing that you're able to have uh, that I don't, bounce.
0: I don't mind patting myself on the back,
3: not at all. Uh, no, you don't. No, you a don't. A little
0: bit, uh, there. Uh, but we do have a super chat it says, Seems obvious, hangman page. Wins the title off Omega. Is it academic that the MJF matches next? I think MJF should quickly win that with Paige? Yes, I think he should quickly win the title off of Page.
3: Really? So you think Paige should essentially be a transitional champion?
0: Uh yeah. Really? It, yeah, it and, seems... and then 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 um, like they can have a feud and MJ or Page can work his way back up because you know how wrestling fans are, man. They like the chase. Yes, they like the chase.
3: interesting because you 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 can definitely feel the buzz behind Paige, and and you, I, I see the sentiment online, and the sentiment online is they're going to wait until they're not in Daly's place and wait for a big pay-per-view, and then Paige is going to beat Omega, and he's going to get that pop. So you can feel the sentiment. That's what people want to see. So it's interesting that you're looking past that to say, well, give fans that moment, but the, the, the end game is – and MJF gets the belt. That's interesting. Yes. It's interesting.
0: Yes, it is. Sorry, I'm getting a big scoop right now. Can you break it? I can't. I can't.
3: You got to confirm conf- it first, right? I'm confirming it right now. Okay. If you confirm it before 4 p.m. Eastern time, we'll give people on listen, you Boy a little, a little uh, freebie. If you don't, mm-hmm. maybe the list goes on.
0: I don't know. I'm about 95% sure of this one
3: okay okay we'll see well another way that we have evolved here at fifo.com is we now have a magazine yeah we do and the july august issue of uh, fifo magazine is now available you can get it via print or you can get it via digital i have an overlay that camillo oh there it is there's the overlay so uh so that is available now fifo you see the cover story uh dream match roman reigns against kenny omega And there's some interesting stuff in this. So I'm sure everybody knows Aaron Stevens, NWA star, former WWE star uh, Damian Sandow. His writing debut was in this magazine. Uh, He wrote for the Wrestler's Tribune. Uh, I've got a feature called the Cameo Chronicles that talks about how, as a joke, I, uh, I bought a Roman Reigns cameo
1: it's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at have to renew.com. Interview
3: him because he wasn't doing a lot of interviews during the, during the pandemic. <laughs> yeah, we have that in there. We look back at SummerSlam 88 since it is the summertime. So I thought it was good to look back at SummerSlam 88. Uh, there's also a story about WWF LJN customs. If people aren't familiar with this world, the old WWF LJN rubber figures, there are artists now, Sean, that make customs that look like the real thing. Like they're so talented. Uh, And I've got pictures in the magazine of customs that guys made of wrestlers that were never officially released as LGNs, like CM Punk, Uh, and uh, that they made like an updated Warlord. They made Magnum TA, a host of uh, really high-quality LGN customs that look like the real deal. We have that in there. There's a great story about Ronda Rousey's career uh, there's a great story about Tamina finally winning WWE gold after 10 years. A lot of really good stuff in here. You can get it again, digital or print, fiflemag.com. Check it out.
0: I'm so excited uh, to see all the retro content landing so well with so many people. Because one of the things I like to push so much about this magazine is how, if you go back and get issue one, it's still relevant now. Right. Like, you can buy all the the uh, older issues, and it's going to be – all just almost as as relevant now as it is then and i think that's great because you can start to collect them and ray callahan says the quality of the pages and the mag were so good i was so impressed by that
3: i was almost too impressed because i kept thinking did i spend too much 'Cause you know, you you pay per unit depending on the thickness of the paper and the glossiness and all that kind of stuff. And I didn't see it until it was finished because they don't just send you mock ups of the printed version. You gotta wait till it's yes. done. And yeah, I received it and I thought, man, I think I told you Matt Cardona was like, This is like a like a high end fashion magazine in terms yeah. of the page, the thickness and the glossiness of the pages. But uh, uh, no, it, it looks great. John Sivak says, Do
0: you think there got there will be any surprise debuts on Dynamite tonight? Any prediction on what they could be? If so. I'm about five percent sure of one of them, uh, but yes, five percent sure. I'm about five
3: percent sure. Yeah. Okay. I mean, that's we're going to see
0: accurate. How, that's as accurate as dirt sheets get, man.
3: We're, we're going to see Andrade's in ring debut. That should be mm-hmm. interesting. And the other good thing, of course, is that for the first time in a long time, they're not going to be at Daly's place. Yes, uh, they're going to be in Miami at the James L Knight Center. So it's going to be refreshing to see a full house in a different aesthetic. Uh, I'm looking forward to that. And I see well, what's coming up well, here. I think. I, I know it's refreshing, J- yeah. Jimmy. Your surprise
0: for the
2: fifth <laughs> birthday.
0: Look who it is! You're meeting him for the first time. It's is this Cher- the first time I've ever seen Jeremy it's Lambert? Jeremy Lambert. This is the first the- time
2: we've ever talked. You did the really? Christmas show, and I had the gimmick with the little notepad where I didn't say two words. You that's know, it's funny because right, I fired. Right, you I fired
0: someone for saying that Jimmy Van was like the Wizard of Oz, and you never see him. And I was like, "Well, first off, you're fired because he does a show with me every Wednesday." Yep, but this he is to
3: you he is like the wizard of oz to you i guess he is i just never thought about it because i remember when we did the christmas show and you were in the in the thing but like you said you were doing the notepad thing so you never actually said anything and then if i remember right i wanted to get melissa in and because you had a cap on how many people could be in jeremy had to like take off for a bit in order to get melissa in so that's right so we never did actually get to talk
2: this is the first time we're actually speaking, Jimmy. I, I expect wow. to just be fired. You know, Sean's been putting me over heavy here. I, I feel like every Sean, week.
3: Sean, I got to tell you. I got to <laughs> tell you. Almost every week. So Sean and I talk, you know, off the air pretty much every day. Almost every week, Sean's like, hey, we got to talk about getting Jeremy a bump. Got to talk about getting Jeremy a I'm bump. Because I'm bugging
2: him about it too. And, I've, and,
3: and it's gotten to the point sometimes where I've said to Sean, hasn't he gotten a raise like 11 times in the last couple of uh, years? He's gotten a few, like three or four, but yeah. Yeah. No, man. I, I, so <laughs> I, I, I guess I'll tell you face to face. I do not. You're hate. <laughs> <laughs> Jimmy's going to pull his ass cheeks out. You want to save your job? <laughs> I definitely would not do that. I would make you do that, Sean. That wouldn't be me. But no good, good job of the distraction podcast. I'm glad to see the numbers grow. I'm glad to see you guys are doing well. I hated that promo. It went way too long. Sean called it a paid ad. I didn't see shit for, for that. there it goes again. That's nice, Sean. That's nice, but good job on the distraction podcast and uh. Yeah, good luck with the Patreon, too, I guess.
2: (laughs) (laughs) What's your favorite part of the distraction, Jimmy? What's your favorite bit we've ever done?
3: On the podcast?
2: Yeah, on the distraction podcast.
3: Uh, There's so many to choose (laughs) from. Was it when Jerry said he was going to show his ass cheeks
0: on the air, and instead he had ass cheeks printed out onto his ass cheeks?
3: That was a hilarious bit. I went back and watched that seven or eight different times. (laughs) What that about was the a psychosis good one? leg drop? Did you like that okay, one? Okay, that was good. That one I had to watch a few times just to kind of fully grasp it.
0: It was a good looking <laughs> you know? leg drop. I
3: was legitimately impressed by the leg drop. It I'm did have died in
2: mine because of that leg drop.
3: It looked yeah. quite impressive. It looked quite impressive. I did watch one, and I can't recall now who the guest was that was on it. You guys had a guest that was on it. a basketball player.
2: Oh, Michael Thompson.
3: Yes. So I did catch that because I did, I was curious to see how that dynamic was going to work with, with that. So I checked that out, but uh, we're otherwise.
2: The only, we're the only wrestling podcast is having NBA champions on. Is
3: oh that, are you throwing down a challenge?
2: I mean, if you can get, you know, Clay Thompson's father on the show, go <laughs> for it.
3: Sean, who do you think, Sean, if we needed to get an NBA
2: champion? With your connections,
3: who do you think that we oh, could I, get for that? I could for sure get an NBA champion.
0: Oh,
2: um, I know
3: Luke yeah. Walton. Good job. Do you think the, you I could mean, get? Do you think you could get like a current established superstar? Maybe.
0: I've I do have some connections in NBA in the NBA. Yeah.
3: Really, really. Yeah. I think yes. that's something I'd be curious to check out. Even though I'm not a basketball fan, and I either wouldn't have to be on the podcast because I don't know shit about it, or I'd sit there like just not saying anything. I mean, one but of the people be who. Curious
0: one of the people who mentored me is he covered NBA for years and I'm friends with a lot of NBA journalists. So
2: yeah, really? I think he Please. blocked me because I, I was not a fan of, of Billy Donovan's coaching,
0: which one but, Brett.
2: Yeah. Wow. Awesome. That's
0: amazing. I love no, it. I
2: don't think you blocked me, but I, I did get into a, a Twitter spat with him over Billy Donovan being a bad coach. And Ooh. I was right. I mean, you see what the bulls did this year. I was right.
3: Wow, well, yeah, we I have. Don't know, super- I don't know. I don't know enough about basketball to even know how the Bulls did this year. Admittedly, do I know the Bucks are in Connor the finals. David
2: failing to get out of the first round. We can we can do that. Uh, how's the Avalanche doing in the finals? I mean, they're about as far as the the Oilers.
3: <laughs> the difference is that the Avalanche are supposed to win now. No one's expecting the Oilers to win now. That's the they difference. got
2: the best player in the league. You're, they're not supposed to win now. When are they supposed to win?
3: How many players are on a team?
2: What? But that's poor management. That's not my fault.
3: Oh, and you're completely right. You're right. I'm not defending management at all, at all. But the others are not supposed to win this year, and they won't win next year either.
2: They, they should try. You know, when you have the best player, you should like probably try to put a competent team around them.
3: You're right. The, do you know who Peter Shirelli is? I do. Yes. That's the problem.
2: Yes, I know.
3: <laughs> so, but now, now that he's out of the picture, I, they're looking better. Like I think a couple of years, and they'll be a contender. But they're not there yet. I we so. do, I, ha- we I do like have. We do have super chats. To, to get
0: We're talking to.
2: hockey this is history Sean john
0: <laughs> says happy history. birthday fightful been a subscriber for about a year and you've been a big part of getting me through the past year and some stupid punk says it's srs's boyish charm that's how he does it uh ashley says can you support us with Fightful backs? fuego campaign campaign he has international fans and we want him not stroman i mean well, why is it one or the other but yeah i hope fuego gets fired he's super or not fired hired I hope he doesn't get fired oh wow. wow, that was a slip he's super <laughs> over john cvac says do you guys think there will be any oh we we read that one um a five percent chance i think a really good five percent chance the dirt sheets might have the scoop on this one
3: i should also note i noticed on twitter yesterday there was like so many people that were like i thought sean owned fightful yeah who the hell is this jimmy guy that's posting something i thought it was sean you got a lot of that. People think that you're you're like the 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 money guy.
0: Hopefully, before long, Evan Wright says any shot at Tanahashi versus Mox at that NJPW shot. I don't think Mox is going to do uh, a ton of US New Japan stuff moving forward. I would be surprised if if that happened. Uh, Hannah says my kids actually noticed me in the back ad for merch twice. I didn't even see it. The magazine is great quality. We do, and I mean, hey, we we've got merch that. Actual human beings will wear too. Like it, it makes me happy when people send me pictures of them in a, in a fightful shirt. And Ricardo says, couple of bucks for the point, God. Look at that. Jeremy paying for himself. Evan Wright saying, Jeremy got Chaos Project on. Yeah, it almost caused me. That's probably why I don't get <laughs> AEW interviews anymore. I'm actually
2: AEW curious. your shirt.
3: I'm curious. So whenever I send Sean, so whenever we're getting the magazine ready and I'll say to Sean, hey, I want an article about this topic and I want one about this topic and I want one about this topic. So do you think you can get somebody to to write these? Jeremy Lambert's never one of the guys writing them. He's busy. Yeah, Is that He's what it is? Busy.
2: Yes. Have you, I, have you never, know, do you know how many Drew McIntyre interviews I got to listen to? Jimmy, <laughs> you do because I got in trouble for that. But
3: <laughs> Have you never gone to Sean and said, you know, I'd kind of like to see myself in this? If he ever wants this to be thing? in the
0: magazine, he'll be in the magazine. He answers mailbag questions all the time.
3: Boom. That's, he's in You print. know what? That's fair. That's fair. That's fair. All right. There we go.
0: I'm going to kick Jeremy off now. Jeremy, thanks for joining us. Do you want to plug the distraction? To talk to you,
3: bud. We will do a hockey twitch someday. Because mm-hmm. I know once or twice you asked me if I would do a hockey Twitch. Yes. We will do it someday. I want to wait until I got more to brag about with my team, because your okay, team is fair. a lot better than my team right now. But uh, next season, I think things will look a little better.
2: Fair. Uh, distraction, 3 p.m. Eastern, Thursdays, tomorrow. I don't know what we're doing. We're having an intervention tomorrow. That's what we're doing. We have an intervention lined up for tomorrow. It's good times. Thank you, guys. Good to actually speak to you, Jimmy. Thank you. For you too,
3: talking. man. You too. You too. You're doing an awesome job. Thank you. Hi, Jeremy. So if you're looking
0: for an intervention for your flaccid penis, check out our friends at bluechew.com. Use that code Fightful. Get your first shipment free. Maybe you've got a little bit of a distraction going on in your in your bedroom. Maybe you can't focus. Maybe you don't have that confidence. Blue Chew has the same active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis. So you know they work, but it's in a chewable form, so it's ready whenever you are. 3 p.m. Thursday. p.m. Friday, doesn't matter. Blue Chew is ready when you are. You can plan ahead or just go on the fly. And here's the best thing. No doctor's appointments, no waiting in line at the pharmacy, no awkward conversations. You work with their licensed medical physicians and our medical providers, and they uh, get you the active ingredient that you need, and it's shipped straight to your door in a discreet package. BlueChew.com, code FIGHTFUL. Your first shipment free. All you got to do is pay $5 shipping. That's it.
3: You know that we have like four minutes left and we've hardly talked to any wrestling on the wrestling podcast. Yeah,
0: this was a pat ourselves on the back show. And let's be honest. There wasn't a lot to talk about this week.
3: I actually have a lot. Really? Well, they can yeah. go over to the list goes on at
0: FightfulSelect.com, which is I think, where we'll be in minutes.
3: Yep. So I think today we're going to talk, we're going to have like an extended list goes on at FightfulSelect.com sure. today. We're going to talk about Kenice Mobley. We're going to talk hey. about uh, uh, Jimmy Uso a little bit more. We're going to talk about the dynamic between Triple H and Nick Kahn. We're going to talk about, uh, let me see, a little bit of Tegan Knox stuff. Uh, We'll talk about Vince McMahon uh, liking wrestlers stealing stuff. (laughs) We'll talk about that on the list goes on. But the last thing I do want to talk to you about, and I don't know if we can get all of this in. If not, we'll carry it on on um, on the list goes on. So we're returning to live fans. Uh, Obviously, uh, uh, AEW, they've already had live fans, but they're in a different venue tonight in Miami. WWE is going back in front of live crowds uh, next week. Uh, and, of course, SmackDown on July 16 in Houston, Texas, there's a lot of speculation about John Cena potentially appearing. Uh, I don't know if they might wait until after Money in the Bank because Roman's tied up with Edge until Money in the Bank. Maybe they'll yeah. wait. But there's speculation about about uh, about uh, Cena. Here's my first question because I got a few uh, related to this. But here's my first question. What wrestlers... That Vince McMahon has positioned as either a heel or a baby face are going to get either the completely opposite reaction or no reaction once they're in front of live crowds. And, and some of the ones I'm wondering about, Alexa Bliss, mm-hmm. uh, who th- he thinks she's a baby face, which is just absolutely lunacy. Uh, Eva Marie, I think the gimmick has already run its course because it's stupid uh jackson Riker. i think we all agree is not a baby face and he's going to get hammered and the other one i wonder about sean drew mcintyre yes i question if drew mcintyre is going to go out there and it's a really unfortunate thing because it's not his fault the guy has done everything asked of him he's a he's another victim of bad creative but i think he's going to go out there and either get no reaction or a mixed reaction who do you think uh, because Vince has had the benefit of Thunderdome to kind of you know uh, pull the strings the way he's wanted. Who do you think is going to get the opposite reaction of what Vince has intended, or no reaction at all?
0: I think Lashley might get a, a bit of a positive reaction. Um, that's that's the main one to me. I, I don't know if anybody will, and that's that's the most interesting thing to me is like who is going to get that reaction? Roman I'm might get a big prop Drew. too, right? He might. Yeah, yeah, I think he might.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. OK, I'm curious how that goes. And and like, you know, seeing Raw this week, because Alexa, even though she was in a little program with Shayna, who's a heel, I it felt like heel versus heel with all this hocus pocus <sighs> bullshit to see yeah. her on a baby face team with a tag team partner who's trying to be a superhero. Yeah, I just thought, whoa, what the hell is going on? I cannot see live fans re- reacting to her in a positive light. I just can't see it. And I really hope for Alexa Bliss's sake, because, again, she's just doing what what what's being written for her to do. I really hope for her sake that in front of a live audience, they don't have her doing this hypnotism shit because it's not going to go over well. So uh, Yeah, so I really I, I'm,
0: I'm very curious to see how they handle all this because they can't do the
3: smoke and mirrors tape yes. stuff anymore. Right, right. So I'd be curious how that goes. The other thing I wanted to ask you about is, so obviously, as wrestling fans, we're ready for this change. to to this new aesthetic with live fans i think wwe is also more than ready because when you look at the popularity of the company in terms of numbers so brandon thurston posted this graphic on twitter regarding nxt television put it media one uh camillo i might have caught camillo off guard so this is viewership (laughs) this is viewership for nxt the final week of the wednesday night war when they were head-to-head with dynamite on a wednesday was on april 7th you see the arrow there after that, when they went unopposed on uh, Tuesday nights, you see the trend. It's been basically a downward trend every week, every, even though they're unopposed on Tuesdays, which kind of is, indi- is indicative of the, the state of popularity of the company. SmackDown last Friday did 1.861 mil- million viewers on Fox. It was the second lowest since they moved to Fox. You can take that down, Camilla. And Raw last week did 1.57 million viewers, according to Brandon Thurston, the third lowest ever. And I know that there's going to be some WWE devote uh, fans that are going to say, well, they were going up against the NBA Finals. That's what they say. They go up against the NBA Finals every year. Every year. This is not a one-off. 1.57 million viewers is abysmal. And once they, have, once they have live fans back, I do believe that they're going to see a, a, a pop in the number. But I think it'll be short-lived if creative doesn't improve to go along with it. What creative are your has thoughts? to improve.
0: Yeah. The people that I've talked to, and Andrew Zarian, who, whose work I really love, has said this as well. WWE knows that this is their opportunity for a reset. But I can't tell you how many times I've had people in the company say, well, we're going to reset with the shakeup. We're yeah. going to reset with the draft. We're going to reset with Fox. We're going to reset with this. We're going to reset after WrestleMania. Yeah. No, you ain't, Chief. Not unless that chairman says you are. That's it. That's it they they shoot themselves in the foot all the time. What has to happen, Jimmy, wins and losses have to matter. That's it that when that happens, everything else matters uh, That's not we,
3: it though like they need to have continuity and logic well that that's that's the but, part that's that's yeah, what all goes all into it
0: It starts with wins and losses mattering. Emma says, "Happy five years of fightful! You guys are the best." Emma, I hope you had a good birthday, by the way. Uh, thank you for, for coming by. And Matt and Caleb Brands Cram says, "SRS and Denise duet? Any chance of that yet, Jimmy?" Hey, listen, I
3: could I can be convinced. So so I'll give you guys a little bit of behind the scenes because I like to do that sometimes. I'll give you a little bit of behind the scenes. Sean Rossab did hit me up like maybe two weeks ago, and he said, "Hey, uh, what would you give Denise to do the duet?" And when I when you said that, I thought to myself, "There's a chance. There is a a chance. chance." Oh, we'll absolutely
0: do it for a giant amount of money. Yeah, of course. Sure, sure. So to answer, I'm losing my ass on Carnival Cruise Line stock right now, Jimmy.
3: Oh, I'm down on everything right now. I'm in on Wish. It's not doing well. uh, AMC. I thought I got in low on AMC for another bounce. Because Sean knows that I I I flipped it like four times in one day. I got in on it again, and it tanked as soon as I got in on it. I'm not having a good day on the market. But to answer that gentleman's question, the duet will happen.
0: Okay. Will happen. Well, that's cool. I'm going to make about 5 grand. That's cool. Anyway, guys, head over to fightfulselect.com. The list goes on. And tonight AEW Road Rager, we are doing a post show right afterwards. Um and guys, we have a lot of interviews up at Fightful. Um uh, Adam Cole this week. And unfortunately, the Patriot, Del Wilkes, passed away a few days before we dropped his interview. Um, He talks about wanting to punch Tom Brandy in the face. And in my conversations with Del Wilkes, he would have wanted me to run that exactly as it was. Uh, We have interviews with Colt Cabana, Varsity Blondes. We've got one dropping Thursday. How about this, Jimmy? Savio Vega. I hit up MLW and I said, please give me Savio Vega. And they did. He seems like
3: a good dude. How was that?
0: It was great. We talked yep. about the brawl for all. We talked about Stone Cold Steve Austin. That was his feud with Austin was one of my favorite of 1996. So he yep. was very happy with the detail in which I remembered. We talked about Undertaker, MLW, again, brawl for all, and his opponent thinking it was a work until he got punched in the face. <laughs> um, yeah. it, it was a good time. Josh Cardenas says, wait till Monday night football in a couple of months. Exactly. I think they're, they're going to go balls to the wall no matter what. They have to. USA is going to pressure them. But – Uh, Melissa says, invest in Denise Stonks to the moon. Until next time, guys, we're out